This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Scotty Unfamous. Hi, Reed. <laughs> Hi, How are Hi you? Florence. I miss you. You're, you're so far away. Oh, I miss you too. I'm so far we away. We used to see each other all the time now. And now you're not, can't see you physically. I know. And we saw each other so much, like just before I left as well. So it's like from like everything to, to nothing. nothing at all. I'm going to go through withdrawal, Florence. You got to give me my fix. <laughs> I can only see you in like 2D form now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. But seriously, how have things been? Things have been good. Um, I've definitely had like a bit of a 180 with like realizing that my mental health was quite all over the place and then also this yeah. weekend feeling like okay right now it's time to do something about it especially when it's just okay. like constantly running in the background you don't notice until you're like holy shit I'm having a lot of negative thoughts again this ain't cool yeah. like especially if you have negative thoughts or deal with mental health issues it's such a normal thing to think about that you don't think it's an issue or a problem you're just like oh yeah mm-hmm. everyone thinks about negative stuff no they fucking don't right? no no people think positively and it's only when you're getting negative thoughts like constantly negative intrusive thoughts or when you're thinking about bad things that's when you need to change where your mental health's at and something needs to fucking change what were you doing this weekend to help um so i ended up seeing one of my best buds nina and she really re really reset a lot of good therapy practices in motion you know reminded me that my thought processes are going from like naught to 60 and I'm worrying Mm. so much about the future that I'm not enjoying the present and that's something that like all of us are taught during therapy and something that we really forget about it's so easy to freak out about the future and like oh but what if I do this and what if this means this and what if that happens and and like that's not fucking helpful that's just actually like ruining the life that you have now and you can't predict the fucking future no one can It doesn't matter how much you think it's going to happen. Like, believing that that might happen isn't fact. It's not truth. So... Yeah. I was I just got caught up in my head and over obsessing about negative stuff in the future, overthinking everything and was like, okay, reality check. I need to ground myself, get myself back into yeah. today, in the present and think about the now and take things day at like a day at a time. And it was really helpful. It kind of like- A day at a time. A day at a time. It, it kind of like gave me like a massive, like a bitch slap across the face. I'm like, oh shit, like <laughs> remind yourself. Bitch it was slap. literally like that. I was like, fuck, you're so right. Mm-hmm. And everything that therapy yeah. teaches us you're sitting there going like but i know this and of course we know this mm-hmm. we know this deep down but we just need another person to go no actually like you do need to repeat these steps because we forget we forget like all the good things that we're taught and all the good things we do yeah. for ourselves and it creeps up on us so yeah i'm feeling feeling really good and really positive this week oh amazing yay Yay. like what will be will be whatever happens in the future happens in the future just fucking enjoy the now you know that like whether or not you need to think you could die tomorrow like whatever your thought process is Mm -hmm. is enjoy now and that's really fucking hard to do but we can do it it is hard i don't i've been thinking about that a lot recently Mm. just the fact that like i think especially with like covid and stuff death has become such like a normal thing in our lives and we really do need to make the most of what we're doing currently because you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, no idea. Which actually leads me on to a little spontaneous tale. Oh, I like this. <laughs> Stories by Florence. So, yeah, Stories by Florence. So I thought this podcast recording was at nine o'clock. So I had, it's 10 o'clock here, 10 a.m. now. Um, and so I was like ready, did my makeup. I was like dressed, all ready to go. And then you actually thought it was at nine I as did well. As well. I don't know And what then you were like, on. oh shit. Mm. Um, it's actually at 10. I was like, oh fuck like a whole hour now to kill (laughs) so I was like okay I'm just gonna pop downstairs go to the coffee shop at the end of the road and get a matcha and I'd been texting this guy on field who wanted to meet up for a date and we've we were like literally just talking this morning and figured out that he lives like literally around the corner from where I'm staying and I was just like oh yeah I was just about to jump on a podcast recording but it's actually in an hour so I'm just gonna go get a matcha and yeah and then 
I've got my podcast and he was like well why don't you want like do you want to meet up for like a spontaneous walk yes, or something I love and that. I was like actually that would be great content so yes <laughs> not even like you actually want to go on the date it's just just for the content <laughs> great content great no content. he's he was buff yeah. like I thought he was really hot from his pictures and we hadn't really had like a lot of conversations. So I was like a little bit like skeptical as a, like whether we were gonna like actually get on mm-hmm. in person. But yeah, I thought, why not? Um, so I walked down to like near where he lives and it's like super sunny, like really hot, warm. I'm literally just like sitting like in this little black dress. But yeah, we met up and we just had a walk literally between 9 and 10 a.m. in the morning, just walked around in the sunshine in Toronto. Um, and he was really cute. Nice. I, I've, I'm such really a supporter cute. of like spontaneous dates, not talking so much unless there's something you're specifically looking for, but yeah, not talking so much and just yeah. going, just being like, yeah, do you fancy meeting up for a drink tonight? So good because it doesn't allow you to get nervous and panic too much. Like you could ruin your whole- I wasn't yeah, nervous. Amazing. You could ruin your whole week by being like, yeah, let's have a drink on Friday. And then you're just shitting yourself up until that point. <laughs> but the spontaneous, like, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a drink today ah massive supporter well done yes go you Florence nice Nice. because usually I am one of those people on dating apps that chats with people for like a little bit too long and then I get my hopes up about people and then I'm like yeah it feels less organic the more you chat beforehand also just to remind everyone I am living next to a construction site and it's particularly loud today so if you hear any like beeping clanking it's the construction don't lie it's it's just all your sex toys just having a party (laughs) (laughs) i just left them all on vibrate in my room like i don't know what that is fucking hell oh my god um and also i went on the date that i told you all about last week and Things did get a little bit sexy. Oh, oh my God. Divulge, please. If you can. <laughs> so first of all, first of all, he took me to a really nice spot in Toronto called Cherry Beach. And you can see like the whole city there. So we kind of watched it from like sunset to like completely darkness. And like the whole city was lit up. It was an amazing view so and I kind of I really like it when people do that on dates mm-hmm. they're like I'm gonna show you something yeah cool. yeah like that this is the cool <laughs> spot come um, have a look yeah mm-hmm. yeah he was really really sweet really sweet um we had great chats and you know how I was feeling last week I was feeling very horny so I don't know if I was really getting like the vibe but I was like I want to fuck you vibe but I was so horny that I was like, you know what? Like, why don't I just go back to his? Um, and and then so I did. I went back to his and <laughs> he. we were just chilling, drinking some more wine on his sofa. And then we started making out and the making out was okay. Like, it was good. He wasn't like an amazing kisser, but it was, it was still fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. kissing. But I really was missing that, like, that, oomph that like that connection that chemical yeah. pull that yeah the connection and he was like oh um, can I go down on you and I was like sure yeah, why, why not, not? That's, that's a pretty reasonable uh, question there right and I was like that might be quite nice so he did he went down and oh my god he fucking blew my oh, mind shit. with his oral skills that's really fucking hard to do like the first time you go down on someone so hard. right because you don't know their yeah. body but he knew my body somehow <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and um yeah i had like a mind-blowing orgasm and i was also just shook as well because i wasn't expecting it yeah, from him because because i didn't have that like the connection the vibe so i was just thinking oh this is probably just gonna be like all right because also it was like I, I don't think I was feeling like fully comfortable and relaxed mm-hmm. with him because I just, I didn't have that connection. But then I had this great orgasm and I had that thing where I was like, I'm kind of done, <laughs> but I guess I have to do something back Such a stereotype of a bloke, I swear. <laughs> I've come, I'm done now. But then, <laughs> yeah. We've all been I there. I mean, usually I would be, there. I think I would be, 
up for going more if I was really attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And like, th- also when I say attracted to him, he, it's not like he wasn't attractive. He was a very attractive mm-hmm. guy, but I personally just didn't have that chemical attraction yeah not your flavor no um but we had sex because I was like I can't (laughs) not because I just felt really rude it was like bad sex etiquette or something to like not have sex after he gave me amazing I mean that's not bad sex etiquette but like I get I get it I get it it's almost like you can't just like take all the pleasure and then leave yeah, if he, but the thing is, if I, I was thinking, if I had gone down on someone for like half an hour, gave them an amazing blowjob and they had this great orgasm, I would be like, if they didn't do anything back to me, I'd be like, what yeah. the yeah. fuck? Well, I, I'd nev- I'm never seeing you again. See ya. Bye. Anyway, we had sex, but I, it really did make me realise that I need to have like a connection with someone, at least an attraction to someone (laughs) to enjoy sex and it was kind of lasting a little bit too long and I was like fuck like why is this taking so long you know when you're just like really trying to make them come and like you want them to come basically so it's over yeah um this is maybe he has in his Um, mindset as well like no I can't come now because like you know she has a sex podcast so I I need to last long and like you know show how good I am I think that he had it in his head that he had to like make me come again or he he, he wanted to keep going because I ended up saying something at one point like, oh, like, I want you to come or whatever. Like, I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly what it said. Something hopefully a bit more sexy than that. <laughs> no, that's um, pretty hot. <laughs> and he was just like, he was like, oh, he was like, oh, have you been fucked enough? <laughs> oh, bless him. Um, you probably just like, like, yeah, like, yeah, I have. I was like, I was like yeah. I, um, I was like, yeah, I want you to come. Um, and then and then it wrapped up. So he obviously was like trying to like last yeah, longer which is- and like make it. And I was, in my head, I was like, when is this going to be over? Yeah, and he was like, need to keep going. I mean, like fucking kudos to him. That's very admirable. Right? Nice one. And yeah. I'm sure that he will excite and entertain and some other women, some point, other people. Exactly. That is going to be amazing. But when, you're, when your head's not in it, your head's not in it. Yeah, he, walk, he walked, he ended up walking me home oh, and gentlemen. he did that thing where he asked in person Ooh. if I wanted to like see yeah. him again and hang out again and have sex again. And it, I can't, I was like, obviously I have to say, yeah, sure. Yeah, how do, how do how, I say that in person? You can't ask that in person because you can't just say to someone's face, like, actually, I don't think I want to hang out with yeah, you again. See, that's so really okay. tough. Like, I think that's really dangerous to ask on the date because you're not right? getting a truthful answer. You are often or not always going to get a yes and then they feel forced into it or have to come yeah. up with an excuse to say no later. Yeah. And it's just like... Well, the next day I wrote him a text just being like, I had an amazing time. It was a really great date. So nice to meet you. That kind of lingus was brain explosion emoji, drooling emoji. And, <laughs> but for me, I don't think I was feeling that like connection. Um, I'd be up for hanging out again, like just as friends, if you want to hang out. Um, but yeah, it wasn't for me. And I got a really nice reply back. He was just like, yeah, that's totally fine. I'm looking for more romantic connections at the mm-hmm. moment. But like, if I do have any time before you leave, um, we can oh. hang out which we probably nice won't. yeah that's that i mean that's the mature way to handle the situation for sure yeah good on good on you both my exciting update oh my god so you know i've always said i'd never enjoy like love making or like the slow and sensual sex <gasps> <laughs> you did uh, so because of what's going on with like my vagina area and the endometriosis, the potential endometriosis, we're having to rethink the way that we fuck. I mean, I have always liked fast paced, hard, deep, nasty, non-consensual, rough sex. That's what gets my mind off. That's what gets my body off. And that's just the way it is. And this is why Sam is so perfect because he's a little fucking freak like me. But we can't fuck like we used to because one, it hurts and two, I fucking bleed everywhere, which is just long and annoying and uncomfortable. And it's not just like the pain during sex, it's the pain afterwards, like the days after, it feels like mad stomach, like like period cramps. It's just ridiculous. So 
We've been trying to figure out ways on having sex that is still <laughs> enjoyable and... Because, I, you know, it's hurt so much that I've been scared about having sex and I've not wanted to have sex um, because I'm like, but it's going to hurt. So we've, yeah, had to relearn that. And I, in my mind, I still can't really get over long, like long and sensual. But Sam is a fucking miracle worker and he's making it work. He's making it work so well and he's still able to put... Good on right? Sam. He's a good lad. Um, he's still able to put <laughs> elements of what I enjoy of like, you know, like the degradation, humiliation, the the dirty talk, the... What a fucking trooper. With the slow great. and sensual, which is fucking yes. great. Like my mind, I'm still there. So yeah, of course, I'm still getting elements of like, oh, just fucking pound me. Like, I just want to be pounded until I cry. But we can't do that. So I'm... Slow and sensual is fucking amazing in my books, but I understand that it's not your cup of tea, yeah. but it's good yeah, though, yeah. Right? I mean, I'm exploring different areas and I've always been interested in tantric, but being like, nah, 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 that's not for me because mm. it's like super slow. I could see myself liking tantric now because of how <gasps> fucking slow and it's almost like the slower you go. I would have never. Right? <laughs> would have never. Really okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay over there? Is this because I've gone? This is, is this because I've left you? My vagina is in crisis mode and it's yeah. like, oh, okay, what ways can I like, you know, not miss Florence? Let's have tantric sex. <laughs> I think about you when I fuck. Do the yeah. things that Florence would enjoy. Yeah. Just to feel closer to you. Um, so yeah, that, that's an oh, interesting man. turn of events. Like enjoying really slow and very sensual. I mean, I say sensual, it's not really. I mean, okay, sensual physically sensual but like filthy yeah. dirty talk if that makes sense oh i'm i'm looking forward to hearing like where this is going to evolve to well we should probably get ready to introduce our guest shakira oh, scott baby. let's bring scotty her on. i'm famous i can't wait holy shit shakira it's so nice to have you on <laughs> it's so nice to have like be honored with you guys as well like I feel like I've seen you like really recently. I feel like you're like one of my closest friends because I follow you on social media. And it's like, I know, I know Scotty, but like I haven't seen her in so long, but she's like, she, you know, she's one of my closest friends, right? I swear Instagram <laughs> does that weird shit to people. Like Instagram, TikTok, because yeah. it's just, it's so personable. You literally just feels like that you're, you're being talked to like a mate. Yeah. yeah, it can really fuck with people's yeah. minds. It's that, was it para, para, parasocial friendship? I think it's called. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, the whole thing was like you kind of get like over familiar with like people like you've like yeah, never met. Yeah. If it, you're like, that's my buddy. I know everything. If it was about like a celebrity yeah. walking in the street, be like, oh my god, there's that person. I can never talk to them. But like an influencer, on the other hand, everyone's like, hey, suck on my toes. Like they love it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So for everyone out there who doesn't know who you are, please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Hi, curious fuckers. Right, so yeah. My- <laughs> My name is Scotty Unfamous and I am basically an award-winning erotic romance author and I label myself like a sexfluencer, the sexfluencer, yeah. who is here to teach you how to live your best motherfucking whole life. Like, I'm just very much about embrace everything that you feel is for you and maybe a little more if you want to, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no shame in your whole game. <laughs> oh, I love that's it. That's a good tagline. I should add that in. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. No shame in your whole game. That's like a tattoo right there. And then I think I need that, that as like, you know, tramp stamp for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you used to be on the Laid Bear podcast mm. and then you went off onto your own like solo journey. Mm. Um, right. So like my journey started like, oh God, it's over 10 years ago now, isn't it? Right, so I started YouTube in like what, 2010 maybe? Whoa. Like, yeah. yeah, like ages ago. And I was doing something called Swear Down TV and it's kind of like general like pop culture, but like sex and relationship stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And then that same year I decided to get into my erotic writing more um, because I wanted to yeah. find a way to kind of like bring eroticism mostly like to the black community but like to because mm-hmm. i write very flowery i'm like oh the essence of the sunlight and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> so i wanted I to love- find a way to like frame the filth in a way that it was like oh but this is classy do you know what i mean even though like mm-hmm. i'm very mm-hmm. like i'm a sailor um and <laughs> so yeah as my journey progressed um obviously the book got made into a stage play and then it was a web series and then I was like in like Team Vogue and, and Complex and shit and I was like oh okay like Amazing. this is cool and then I think the more that I kind of was writing it's like 
okay, I can build an empire from this because this isn't something that I ever saw myself doing, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. fell into it. Um, then I remember I returned to YouTube and I started doing like Scottish dramas. So people would like ask me sex questions and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I was just yeah. always constantly talking about sex. I was always really interested in it. Then when the podcast um, opportunity came about, I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is right my alley. Like it yeah, fits obviously. in my brand. Well, the fact not, like I like talking about dicks. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I think around that time as well, was it when, I think it was just before I started the podcast, I started doing the product reviews and stuff on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Changed my direction completely. Some people were like, what, what is this? What is, I thought this was about your stories. And I'm like. <laughs> so yeah, so sort of made that transition there. And then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess obviously that podcast happened and then when I decided to move away from it, obviously continued doing my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And here we are today. I'm Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> like full blown sex lady, like running workshops and like teaching kids in colleges, which was always really weird to me because I was like, why would you choose me Ooh, to teach children? Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, cool though. I, I sounded just as shocked, not like, yeah, why are they choosing you? No, more like, yeah, amazing. <laughs> like, because uh, this is what we need we we need people to not go down the path of like this is school sex education and i'm gonna yeah. teach you like a biology teacher you want it to be relatable yeah. and to chat and to laugh and like yes because then that helps people open up and like learn more and, and listen more it was so funny it was like i miss <laughs> they calling me this i feel like an adult yeah. <laughs> Shit. it's like i am validated yeah but like they come up to me afterwards like, i really enjoyed that and it was like because you know kids are like really Aww. honest like mm-hmm. really <laughs> even we don't want it to be really really honest so to have them kind of come up to me and like oh can i ask you a question and just have that kind of comfortability is something that i've always wanted to really just establish with my work like to be able to take like you said take the sex stuff and make it fun and relatable and not so yeah this is a condom biology the, the, the science mm-hmm. stuff yeah well i guess this all kind of links into like what you wanted to talk to us mm. about today, what you give a fuck about, yeah. <laughs> which is like de- like unlearning shame around sex. And I guess that starts at school and like starts at teaching people from that level. And it is all about making the conversation more fun and more approachable mm. and just like normalizing it in general. Yeah. When we were growing up, especially in secondary school, like in my secondary school, it was like you didn't give head, like uh, only only skets give head, like that's like hoes and shit. Skit! Yeah, skit. <laughs> yeah, skit. Oh, like like, oh, like only like those kinds of girls give head. Da, 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 da. And it was like I remember going into college, and that's when I had like, my first proper sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, like my boyfriend was like, "Oh, like so, are you gonna do it?" And I was like, "No, I'm not one of those girls. These times now, I'm fucking like gagging champion." Yeah. <laughs> but it's so interesting to kind of like see the evolution of where we've come with sex because you know there was also another time where men just didn't go down and stuff and it's like yeah the fact that yeah. we are removing all this stigma and shame and being able to have these conversations and to introduce these things into the bedroom it's just so much better because the way that I felt the first time I sucked a dick. <laughs> oh my god, I felt like I'd like killed someone's puppy or something. It was the worst. Oh my thing. god, no. no! I just I felt like the worst person. I no. was like, and I was doing it so crap. I was like, so said this is the dick. And oh I'm my like, god, yeah. <laughs> I had a bin next to me <laughs> spitting out, and it was <laughs> you were joking. It was so bad, and to look back on it now and think like why did we have all of these rules of what you can and can't do and mm-hmm. now we're in a space where it's just standard like if yeah. you don't suck dick it's like oh they still make women like you now <laughs> 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 yeah, like go back to medieval times back to your little <laughs> monastery <laughs> Shit. right bury that and um, it's the same with like the other way around like you were saying where mm-hmm. if there are guys aren't eating girls out and it's just a bit like who hurt you like who did this yes. to you like do you not know that eating pussy is like amazing and you Please. will get yeah. better sex from me if yeah. you do it yeah exactly <laughs> give a little get a little there we go oh. um so yeah i think all the removal of shame that we are doing i mean i think like now like the new thing that people are still kind of like working around is like eating ass 
yes, the rimming. Oh, yeah, the rimming thing. Rimming like, that's like the new stuff now. And like, um, it's really normal for, for people to eat women's asses. Like, that's really mm. normal. That's really cool. But mm. as soon as you flip it round and it's eating a man's ass, people just go well squeamy about it. And yeah. they're like, oh, you're, you're not a lady. Oh my God, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, that. did you know that could be gay? <laughs> you're eating his bum hot. Like, what? Um, uh, okay, now. Even like that whole complex that um, a lot of like heterosexual males have had around that whole oh like if I like being penetrated in my ass and that means that I'm gay and stuff and it's like no yeah. this is where you're yeah. gonna live your best fucking hell life alright yes. let me touch that prostate bitch get into it <laughs> I'm gonna fucking milk yeah. you like a cow like <laughs> That milkmaid <laughs> fantasy. It's like, yes, that's oh it. Bend God. over my little milking cow. Yeah. My little, oh. Actually, someone was talking to me about this the other day. Um, not prostate, but they were like, yeah, I really love the idea of someone milking my dick. Oh my God, I'm super into like, milking porn. Super. Yes. Especially like dudes tied down or like they've got the milking table. Like again, it's going into like the non-consensual, consensual, non-consensual realms, which is mm. what turns me on. Milking machines on dudes' dicks and just Wait, like they have- having them sit there uh, they do it's like a it's like a big tube um mm. and it's like a pressurized maybe uh like air or something and mm. it will sit it will be like a i don't know how to explain it. it's like almost like a plastic bag mm. like stuck vacuumed to their cock with this plastic tube over the top that will be like i'm gonna look that up it's so really? hot and wow. if there's like dudes tied up in gimp suits and being made to come like oh god Oh dear lord! <laughs> you need oh. a glass of wine, babe. Yeah, I need a fucking glass of wine. Yeah, Christ! Christ. Oh, that, I was so into that for a long time. Like forced milking. Oh, give it to me right now. <laughs> Fuck me! Have you been writing still? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually like working on like a. Well, I'm like doing it more low key, but I'm actually like, working on like a fantasy <gasps> novel because I just really love fantasy oh, novels. Shit. Is it like <laughs> obviously it's going to be erotic. very very subtle? Yeah. Yeah. Can you give us like a like maybe like a little hint to like what kind of fantasy this is? Um, it's gonna be about. It's gonna sound so like girlish. Like, it's gonna be about fairies. <laughs> yes, no, I love it. Fairies. <laughs> Yeah. No one shits on Lord of the Rings for having fairies in. This is going to be yeah, hot. So. There we go. So yeah, um, I'm doing like a fairy chimera kind of blend, like with the whole like war thing. But yeah, um, oh, that's yes. what I'm working on at, at the moment, like writing. Guys, that's that's very exciting. Yeah. That is my <laughs> cup of tea. Yeah. I love that as well because I think that's like especially like sex and fantasy mm. goes so well together. Yes, and like. Do you, do you ever explore that in the bedroom role play? Uh, do you know, I would love to, but I'd probably, I would always end up giggling anytime I tried to role play. I'm so <laughs> bad at it. Like, I like get my partners and like dress up and do things. And like the minute he's like speaks to me, I'm like, hee hee hee, like some idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I can never keep my role, so yeah. I still need hey, to work even, through that. <laughs> like in, in sex education, they make it look so fucking easy. Like I yes. love I love role play, but mm. I still can't even push myself to do fantasy role play. Like that's really fucking hard to do. Cause it's something that's yeah. so out of our comfort zone. And like yeah. now we're not only just being like, oh yeah, like teacher student or like fucking boss and colleague or whatever. It, it's like, we have to come up with shit like, yeah, fairies or, I don't know, like goblins, orcs, I don't know, something, <laughs> something. And, orcs. and you have to yeah. almost like be in the lot. I mean, I've always been like into the orc thing, so yeah. Me too, oh, me too, thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have, I have a really good tip though, I think for getting into that without mm-hmm. like, cause sometimes I think that you need to practice mm-hmm. outside of the bedroom yes. before oh. you go into the bedroom. So me and my ex, I used to be really into like the whole, cowboy kind of like western vibe mm, really? and i was playing awesome. i was playing like red dead redemption on the playstation so i was like really into it yeah we would sit on my patio outside my bedroom window um just making up a story in our like western american voices <laughs> and i'd be like oh sir what are you doing on this path do you mind if i join you I love this. Oh Scotty is like losing your mind. No, literally, yeah. because I'm picturing like from it sitting there like, oh, sir. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> how, do, how do you keep a straight face? Well, I think the first couple of times oh. you don't need to. I think you're very much allowed to take the piss and laugh about it. Because yeah. like that's what makes yeah, we, it comfortable. We, we were. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we were. But then we were also like actually getting into it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that shit. Just mine. making up a little story. You'd be like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out of town, but I'm on a mission to find this gold. <laughs> But you know what though, even that the the I'm gonna take your tip because even the whole thing of like yeah being you know, laughing at him, being able being able to take the piss and being able to be in that space. Like maybe that's my thing, like I'm just trying to like be a perfectionist like, no, I am Galactagon. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some yeah, space yeah. sci-fi yeah. alien thing. That's uh, I mean, we do the same. We'll have like a little dirty joke between us mm. and then all of a sudden, like maybe we say that joke during sex and then it kind of like flows into like Oh yeah, you fucking like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be kind of blah blah blah, and it go and it flows like that. Like, oh my god, I can't even remember. Like some of the shit that you get into in the moment, you're just like, what the fuck? Oh my god, we did like Uncle Uncle role play, like some fucked up incest stuff, and oh, it wow. t- it was started as a joke, yeah, and then turned into like it's like yeah, your fucking filthy uncle's gonna come over into your bedroom and blah blah blah, and I was like, oh my god, no, Uncle, no, stop. <laughs> and you know what, like. I am not condoning incest behavior, but when it's in the safe planes of role play, it's all right. And we haven't gone back there since, but in the moment I was like, yeah, I'm fucking going for this, this is fucking great. <laughs> Thing is, we say that that's kind of weird, right? Like uncle needs role play, whatever. I mean, the amount of stuff that we hear about daddy, dom, little girl role play, exactly. it is so normalized, yet except mm. it's one step over and that's what disgusting compared to daddy dom stuff. Like mm. it's the same fucking mm. shit. Yeah, but maybe two weeks ago, because I've been trying to like get my followers to kind of talk about all their filth and stuff. So I seem yeah. more normal, and I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, and I was like, you know, like what kind of porn do you watch and stuff? And the stuff that they were coming out with, oh, like yes. a lot of that daddy dom, a lot of the whole incest role playing. I think yeah. that during part of it, like I put up like a disclaimer to say, you know, even if you may think like, oh, my kink is weird or whatever, the things I like are really odd. It's like, no, like literally everybody does all this madness and they may feel weird talking about it, but you are anonymous. So say what you want and they- Say what you want. They go in, right? Oh my goodness. Uh, was it like an instant regret? Like I didn't want to read that. No, do you know what? It was so, it it was fascinating because I think being in the sexual wellness field, or whatever, like, you know, like talking to you lot and stuff, like, we'll be like, oh, yeah, like Uncle Roleplay and Westerns, and so it's just normal, normal yeah. to us because, like, yeah, but then um, you're kind of, you're pedestrian people, you know, if you have it like that. Like, <laughs> pedestrian. It, <laughs> it's more, it's a lot more guarded. So to be able to help them create a space where they can say all of the, the weird shit that someone was like, I like when men fuck food. I was like, I oh that yeah, was that's so me. cool. Wow. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, they were really like going for it. I was like, okay, I, I love this. <laughs> yeah. That's hot. <laughs> okay, so so going back to shame, mm. I, I found it really interesting what you were saying, Scotty, about the way you felt mm. about giving a blowjob even and just like the shame that you had felt around that before it had even happened. Could you tell us a little bit more about um, how you first kind of felt about sex and then the shame that you felt there? I don't know, because the thing is, around sex in general, I never really had much shame. Like before I like proper like Mm. got into writing, I was Mm -hmm. like the dirty fanfic girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, obviously, I didn't know fuck all about sex, so I would be like, oh, he was like coming bucket loads. Nobody comes that much. <laughs> like, he's dripping on the floor. <laughs> um, Gushing out. Yeah, so like, I never had a thing with sex like that because I would like go into like Waterstones, like go into the adult section, like try to read little Karma Sutra books and stuff. Oh, I amazing. Wanted, yeah, I wanted to know. And even, you know, late night, Channel 5. Little blue yeah. movies, the ones that you have on sci-fi. Do you remember like Emmanuel in space? I don't know if you've yeah. watched that one. <laughs> really dodgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember just like finding my like, what am I watching? I'm gonna carry on watching. This yeah. Is great. So with <laughs> sex in general, I never really had that whole thing, the shame around it. It was more specific acts because if you did this specific act, then it meant that you were this. Mm-hmm. And did that come think- from school? 
It must yeah. have come from school, right? Or parents are, or something? No, because I think my parents, in terms of like speaking to me about sex, it was, my mum didn't speak to me about sex at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I just terrorise her with it all the time. <laughs> Whereas my dad was just kind of like, oh, like when you do it, just make sure that you're safe. So like, that was... Oh, mm-hmm. dad, yes. Nice right? one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I never had that sexual stigma so much. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. when it was like, because I went to a girls' school mm-hmm. and... It was like, if you, like, when someone lost their virginity, it's like the whole school knows, like, oh, oh she's a hoe, God. she's yeah. a hoe. And it was, <laughs> like, it was just a thing. And then it's like, if you did, spread. right? And then it's like, if you did certain things, it was like, oh, my God, she sucked so-and-so's dick, uh, Jesse. <laughs> and it's like, that was, like, the worst thing that anyone could say to you. So... Yeah, it was all those insults, like, slag, slag. Mm. I remember people shouting that at me at school, and I was like, I'm a virgin. Like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Where has this come from? Yeah. Exactly. I think uh, I had a fucking room. I confided in someone and I was saying that I I had masturbated with my brother's PlayStation controller because you could, you know, when you go into the settings and you can put it on vibrate. <laughs> my days. When I found that discovery at like whatever age I was before I could buy sex toys I was like I was like no dad I'm not going to bed I'm going to sleep in the living room like with the place you know I just like trying really hard to like uh, don't don't disturb me same it's like you know the moment you found your power shower and you suddenly started having hour long showers or like in the butt right okay so I I confided in someone at school and I was like yeah so like you know like put your put your playstation controller on vibrate it's fucking great right I've never heard that in my fucking life. I mean, it was desperate times, man. Desperate times. I I just needed something to vibrate. I tried my phone, but you had to keep pressing the button to make it vibrate. I just needed that with my phone. I did try that because, remember, it's Ali G and it's like, finish yourself off. I did try that because, oh my God. Sorry. I I don't think I could ever come with my phone. I think that was really hard. Compose yourself. Fuck, fuck me. It was PlayStation 1 or PlayStation, no, PlayStation 1 controller. Woo. Um, oh, and yeah, and I told someone at school, and then I'd have all these girls coming up to me like, "Is it true that you fucked a PlayStation? Is it true?" And I was like, "I was like, no, I did definitely didn't fuck a PlayStation, like, oh, but thanks. you know, it was." And of course, you freeze up. I should have yeah. just been like, "Yeah, man, put it on vibrate. You're missing out a trick." But instead, I was like, <laughs> "No, I never did that." And just like acted so weird about it because now, they make you feel like they make mad, you feel weird, right? They do. Yeah. They make you feel like you're the most. I even remember a friend at school when we were talking about masturbating. She was like, no, I never masturbate. And I was like, <gasps> like shocked. Like, what do you mean you never masturbate? Everyone lied though. Oh, like everyone yeah. lied. I don't know what it was um, shame. at school and with your friends. Shame. But, yeah. <laughs> the shame monster. Mm. Everyone like, I, I don't so, masturbate. I was like, but, like you are missing out. Like what's wrong with you? Do you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever spoke about masturbating. Um, huh. Yeah, like no one in my friendship group. Like, I don't think any of us ever brought it up. And I, I don't think like, I on did my either. part, I don't, was it like I don't even know if it was shame or something. I just never thought to discuss it. Not even um, a concept. Yeah, yeah like it was the big thing was like always going to be like obsession. Yeah, yeah, the like if obsession. you had sex with a boy and then it was like something to talk about. But um, yeah, masturbation never because like, I was masturbating from like twelve or something. Yeah, I mean yeah. I was yeah. doing it wrong. <laughs> Until the day that I discovered how to do it right. Oh, oh God, that was yeah. terrible. I was like, that episode of um, Charlotte in Sex in the City when she discovered a rabbit and wouldn't leave the house. That like, was really bad. <laughs> that was <laughs> it. It was really bad. But yeah, yeah like, I remember, that was also. Because, you know, you would like watch porns and stuff and it would always be about that like, penetration. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I just thought, okay, so I'll just stick something up my fanny and that's going to be great. And I remember getting like a fucking HB pencil. <laughs> Oh my god, the HP pencil! <laughs> a pencil? Yeah, and I was like, school okay. And I was like, this is, is this what it is? Because this isn't great. No. And I did yeah. the same. I, you know, like one of those large glow, large glow sticks, like that you get oh, really? at a rave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was fucking myself with one of those long time before I knew what to oh, do. With I it. tried so many weird objects, like yeah. the end of a hairbrush, hairbrush. Mm-hmm. Um, a deodorant thing. I tried the deodorant now, and then I thought, yeah. what if it sprays in my vagina? So yeah. then I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't try. I I use like the roll-on ones. You know the ones that like they kind of they start off thin and they go girthy. Yes. How was that for you? <laughs> um, it didn't really work that well, but it was something. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. just like I just want to put something in there just so I can get a exactly. taste of this yeah. land of sex. 
it's like, yeah. yeah, and then you do it and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. What the yeah. Hell? I'd rather just go back to like rubbing my panties late at night because that felt better. Or I fucking my pillow. That. I think I did that by accident. So I think like, I think maybe I was about 14 by that time. I remember being in this room and because I used to shave my brother. So I remember being in this room and one day I just put my hand between my legs and I was like rubbing my clit. I'd never done that before. Mm-hmm. But I was like pressing yeah. down really hard and I was like, oh my God, this feels great. But I'm like literally like digging my <laughs> fingers into it. Ow. And then and then I came and I was like, oh my God. So every time I'm masturbating, I'm doing this really hard really rubbing. Hard, One of the things that we yeah. cuss boys for doing, like stop bending, it's not fucking yeah. DJ yeah. dick. Like I'm doing that to myself. My fanny is bruised. As sh- this is in my Charlotte oh, period when I just kept yeah. doing it. My oh. fanny is bruised as fuck. But I'm like, no, but I need to come again. Oh my God. I abuse my mm-hmm. vagina just to get that orgasm. <laughs> yeah. We oh, I mean, it got so addictive, I think, yeah. when you first discovered it. It was so addictive. The yes. addiction. Yeah. For sure. This feels great. Be like, uh, oh. I'm just going to go upstairs and do this again. You come yeah. around mine after school. Like, no, 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 I'm not. I've got to go home. My mum needs me at home immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then all you do is like, like run home, run upstairs to your bedroom. And you're just like there for fucking ages. Because also once you come, you don't know that you can't really come immediately afterwards. So yeah. Not for a good while. You need to practice at that to multiple yeah. come. But then you get really frustrated because yeah. you're like, well, why can't I do it yeah, again then? And then you end, end up leaving your bedroom like a bit like hot and flustered, but like not quite finished again. <laughs> Mate, I still, I still get like that when I still can't achieve my orgasm. I'm like, I'm doing everything I've done for the past 20 years. Why can you not come for me? And then I get like angry with my wand and I'm like, okay, fine then. We're going to go up full fucking volume and you're just not leaving until you come again. And it's like punishment. But it's still, oh, stop it. I'm actually turning myself on thinking about this, even though it's yeah, not I'm actually turning on. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. fuck. Um, I feel like I want to segue into your fuck off story just because I'm really intrigued. Yes, please. I got two different. All right, I'm gonna. Everyone knows my police story. Or you need to tell us both. I can tell you, but okay, I'll tell you both then Mm -hmm. because they're like my my like Hall of Fame stories. (laughs) Yeah. So the first one is um, my partner and I. We used to go to this like rooftop. This is before I would like let him in my house. (laughs) We used to go to this room. You have to keep them outside so they don't get comfortable. Right, so, um, <laughs> and we were on this rooftop one night and obviously getting a bit touchy-feely, blah, 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 decided, yeah, we're going to go for it. So we're on yeah. this rooftop and like, under the stars, so romantic, touching dicks and sucking things. <laughs> and nice. um, the windows are all fogged up, but, you know, it's fucking like two in the morning. Gives a shit. This is in a car, right? In a car. Because like, okay, right. like the rooftop was like in, it's like a car park thing. Mm, yeah. Um, oh, okay, 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 yeah. And then Tutu's like, we're there, and then see like red and blue flashing lights. <laughs> <gasps> no. So, so then he's like, oh, stop, it's the police. I said, would you, re- why? It's not the police. Looked out, obviously, seen the lights. I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm there, like, scrambling, like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm trying to put my shit back on. And he's like, calm down. Were you naked? I think I only had, like, my pants off or something. But it was still, mm. like, the fucking police are here. Still, yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to go on the sex offenders register. I can't go within <laughs> 10 miles of a school. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, the police guy come on and he's got his flashlight and he's shining it in. Because, obviously, the windows are just fog. He's shining it in the car. I'm like, he oh knew. my God. I don't know. Maybe he thought knew. like we were like doing crack or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> so he's like taps on the window. He's like, wind it down. And my partner is just all calm. And I'm just, I'm like avoiding eye contact. I'm like looking in my lap. <laughs> he's like, good evening. <laughs> and um, so he's shining the light around the car and he looks around and he looks at us too. And he starts laughing. And that, for, I don't know, like, obviously, that like, getting in trouble wouldn't have been great. But I just felt so much worse that the police officer started laughing. <laughs> oh, no! He starts off, it's like, look, maybe you lot can't do what you're doing, you know, where you live. But here's not the place. You know, there's apartments directly across from you, you know? <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like, you know, just, just wrap this up and just, just go home. Wrap it up. And I just, I just wanted to die. I just, I was so oh. embarrassed. <laughs> so yeah, that's How like my old first. You? I wasn't even young. Um, I was like 20. It's recent. It's not recent. Maybe it's like, like three years ago. I mean, I'm oh, yeah. he thought that I was that young. It's like, oh, you can't have sex in your parents' house. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so I was just, oh, God. So there was that. 
Oh my god, that's amazing. My, I love that. I think my that's second. So, <laughs> so shit though. It was just really just why me. Yeah, you know I mean? but he—things like, he, could have gone so much worse. Like it's actually yes. pretty safe that he, he laughed he, and was just made a joke so, out yeah. of it and was like, yeah. "Go somewhere or he else." Could have joined in. Yeah, be like, <laughs> "Have you ever sucked a police really, really? dick before?" <laughs> <laughs> he would fucking go down and imagine. He's like, Jeez. "I'm not a actual cop. I'm a stripper." Hey, cop. stripper cop! And then, oh, like surprises revealed. Your partner's Let's organized a third. Let's get the party started. <laughs> You just walked into a dogging site. <laughs> this is she's practicing for her next role play. <laughs> oh my god! Stop! Fuck! I love it. Love it so much. Yeah, and then I think my second one, and maybe it's not like yeah. that mad, but um, it was my first hmm. time going to a sex party. Um, I went to Torture Garden and my my cousins are like, oh, come along. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So me and my partner went there. It was like their Valentine's fall. So me, I was like all excited and shit. That was my my first one too. Cute. They're the best ones, I think. Like the regular ones, they scare me a little bit. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah. If you're going to go to a fetish club, go on a themed one because you can kind of get away with not having all fetish gear. Of Mm. course, like it's a fetish club. You're supposed to be going for the fetish gear. But if you're nervous about it and you don't know how to dress, go for like, yeah, Valentine's day ball or halloween or something like that where or like the christmas one where you can semi get away with a different kind of costume if you're not into the leather and the latex you know yeah yeah um and then i remember obviously i'm like nervous as shit so i'm just backing glasses of wine oh my god <laughs> i'm doing tequila shots what's the thing jaeger bombs and shit Jager bombs. Oh, off my fucking face. oh no right <laughs> end of the night we're in the couple's room and um, yeah. obviously, like to go in there, like, oh, you have to prove that you're a couple. And I was like, what? He's like, kiss. I was like, okay. So we like, he's like, no, really kiss. And so we had to like tongue in front of these people to prove that we're here together. I was like, okay. Yeah. So wow. we've gone in now. And I just remember, I don't remember where, how we got there, but I just remember being like on one of the platforms and I lost a shoe. <laughs> Cinderella story right now. What the fuck? Yeah. Literally, it was a mess. Like right at the end of the night, and like, we're on the floor. And normally, like I'm very like, eh, that's dirty. So how I ended up on the floor of, of the couple's remain torture garden. That's oh my god. Oh <laughs> no. And but I still had like my wings filthy. on stuff, and I'm getting like my back blown out. Like my partner's going. I'm like yes, yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> come over, and they're like, oh my god, like can we join in? And this is something that um my partner and I like discussed before, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that or whatever. So like he said no, whatever, yeah. but I was just still like, oh, like random people wanted to come and fuck me with you. Yes. That's so and nice the, that they asked as well. You gotta yeah. ask. And mm-hmm. um, they're like, oh my God, she's an angel. She's an angel. And I was like, come on, this is, <laughs> bit, this is very mad for me. I mean, obviously now it's like, okay, like, this is the standard practice. But yeah, so that's like my other story. It's not as, actually, I should have just kept it to the cop story. Anyway. That's, that's standard the practice now. Do you go to sex parties? <laughs> Do you go to? Have you been to loads of sex parties? Like, I've been to um, a few. Um, I want to explore more of them now. Like mm-hmm. try different ones because I normally just go to like yeah. the torture garden ones because I just love the drama of it. All. Oh my god! Yeah, like, it the is costumes drama. and the fire dancers and shit. Oh, I was like, wow! I remember the next time I went there, I was like, I was high as shit. Oh my god, I was freaking out. <laughs> and then there was this guy, and he had like this um, like this armor thing on. It's like there was. Things just like shooting out of his shoulder armor. I said, like, "Oh my god, you look really yeah. cool." And he's like, "Well, you look delicious." And he just starts describing to me how he wants to eat my pussy, and we're like at the bar. What? Yeah, and I was just like, "Okay, uh, that's <laughs> not good conduct. That's not good sex party conduct." Where the, what happened to the asking of the permission? Well, he didn't actually do it after. No, I was but like, still, um, you might no. not want to hear that. That's... Yeah, that that was weird for me. I was like, "Uh, no." And then I kind of like stepped towards yeah. my boyfriend. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I was like, oh, "Okay." That's like that's like when you're on a dating app and suddenly like the first thing that people start saying is all like the sex chat, yeah, and, like, how they want to do you, and it kind of kills it's off. Like, Whoa, man! Like, give me a chance down. to like you first. Yeah, exactly. My mind needs to like, be turned clip. on. And of course, there's a time and a place for just going in and talking about sex chat, but it's just so dangerous doing it to a stranger. You don't know. You don't know if what, what you're saying is just going to gross them the fuck out. Yeah, he was like, maybe, I bet you taste like ice cream. Oh, fucking ice cream. What the <laughs> fucking hell? ice cream. All right. I wish I tasted like ice Isn't cream. Isn't it? <laughs> I taste like fucking sour off milk, man. Like. <laughs> 
Uh, I am oh not a fan of my own flavour. I am really uh, not. Do you know what? Yeah, I was gonna say like you know like um like your vaginal taste, right? Like mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I'm like normally just like wet and whatever, and like because I like to like dipping. Yeah, I like to sometimes I get really turned on by it. And Mm. so like when it's like normal stuff, like I'm fine. But then after I've come, like have you noticed that like the your vaginal cum that doesn't taste like your like wetness? And I just assume that they would just taste the same. But they don't. I hate the taste of fanny cum. That's so interesting. (laughs) It's like different different like yeah, different liquids, different consistencies. And it's the same with like your discharge is going to taste different or like, yeah, the the lubrication, the, the, the secretion. And then, yeah, when maybe yeah. when you come, it's like a, a release of like hormones and chemicals and different stuff in a different yeah. way. Oh, and yeah. same with like squirt I, juice as well. That will taste different. Yeah. I've only squirted like three I, I, times. I've never tasted that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like, yeah. I've been battling with BV for like over a year now. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, so I'm really, really like acutely like on the smell of myself because mm-hmm. I'm always just like, is there a problem? Do I need to like medicate myself? You know, mm-hmm. um, but recently after I've masturbated and after I had sex the other day, I I am like the taste of myself and the smell of myself has gone back to how I used to smell and taste when I was a teenager like it's weird like I have definitely just my my like fluctuation I'm like what is that because I suddenly had this smell again that I was just like wow this this smell reminds me of having sex when I like started having sex mm. nostalgia pussy nice <laughs> nostalgia pussy <laughs> it's really really odd ah, that's so interesting but I'm also, always really concerned now about like my smell and my taste with new partners oh my god yeah and not just, not just their I dick and their fingers but also their mouths we forget that like mm. their mouth bacteria could offset our bacteria mm. so if they're like uh, yeah i mean i came to the, this conclusion if they're yeah. smoking loads if they're like not brushing their teeth maybe they drink a lot of alcohol i don't know and it could it, them eating you out for a long period of time could cause a bacterial issue mm. obviously same with fingers you know if they're not looking after them and yeah. same with the dick as well and their cum i got bv the other day because i had cum inside my pussy because i'm now on contraception mm. and i'm trying to change uh, trying to see what it's like without condoms and yeah um, i got mm-hmm. f- fully got bv because my vagina was like excuse me what <laughs> like incoming it just couldn't it couldn't deal with like s- somebody else's stuff and also it's a real it really shows where your body's at where your immune system's at Mm. like if your immune system's down you're not going to be fighting off these bacteria infections easily Mm. so something that your vagina would just go we've been here like let's sort this let's get rid of this all right done it can actually take like a long while to sort it out and then again if you're having regular sex on top of it it's not giving it enough time to heal Mm. of course like i'm Mm. not saying to anyone stop having sex and fun but yeah we should be looking after our vajayjay oh and also fucking the sneaky fucking shit about thrush right and other bacterial things that upset vaginas that don't upset dick is that you could be fucking someone and sort out your thrush or bv and then fuck them again and they've already still got thrush or bv on their dick Uh, but without any symptoms and they could just give give it it back back to you and that's such a ball ache i'm like it is it's so annoying and I think that, that definitely happened with me, my yeah. ex, quite a lot. I think. Yeah, fuck. And it's like with what you lot were saying about, you know, um, being so aware of your scent and your taste and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like you just feel so much more like at odds if it's like, oh, I really hope that this doesn't make you go weird, or oh, I really can't do it today. Like you, mm-hmm. it makes you feel right. so self-conscious. And like during sex, anyway, we there is a level of self-consciousness there anyway that can like make it a bit like harder mm-hmm. to orgasm or whatever and yeah. then it's like when you've got like those worries in your head it's like oh, on top what if you he thinks my vanity stinks or like, yeah. like it's just oh my god it's the worst it's the worst yeah, it is and we don't deserve and no one this talks about it. <laughs> we don't deserve this. why no, does it why? we really don't Dick doesn't have to this. deal with like all of this shit right I, yeah yeah i mean I, and we don't talk about it enough i mm. think because we all go around thinking like oh everyone else is having all the sex and they don't have to deal Perfect with these bad pussies. issues like mm. never smells what the guys never, amazing. Ne- like 
Exactly. Like you, I feel like we used to hear guys talking about like weird smelling badges and stuff, but they don't really do it anymore. No. So now I'm like, wait, do these guys like never go down on women that like smell or like taste funky? Well, it's or a teenage do they just not thing? Say it? Like the age of just being like, yeah, blue waffle, and like <laughs> like talking about fanny smell. Because I still don't like the way I like the way that I smell. I don't like the way that I taste. I hate sucking myself off off of dick. Like I'm just a bit like. Do you think that? Sorry. Do you think that it like? When like obviously dicks are like fucking and stuff, do you think mm-hmm. that it changes it? Because it kind of like froths up a bit. I don't like sucking myself off a dick either. <laughs> like a cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, literally because I, I can stick my finger in myself and oh my god, delectable <laughs> or whatever. And then but if it's off a dick and obviously the consistency has changed, like you said that that sour milk taste, like it has that, and I'm like. Like it's back to me the first time oh I sucked dick and I'm like oh. I've never thought of that it could be the dick that's made because I, I don't mind tasting myself but as soon mm. as I'm on a dick I don't like the taste of it that's yeah. fascinating yeah. Oh, never weird. thought of- I'm the opposite way around oh okay oh you like dick fanny yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, like yeah you <laughs> like the pussy yeah. cappuccino dick yeah. frothy yeah like <laughs> <laughs> I love I love kissing someone after they eat me out and I like giving head like after the dick's been inside me. Ah, oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, we think that Florence is all innocent over there. No, she's a dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filthy. Uh, oh, my God. You could do damn. like a, um, a barista <laughs> fantasy next time. Oh, stop. <laughs> How much extra froth would you like? And you can have oh, like the got milk tash days. as well with like all the pussy juice. <laughs> Well, to round everything up, I feel like, okay, the advice you can give us and our curious fuckers at the end. Mm -hmm. So how should we be living our best whole lives? I think the way that you can live your best whole life is to be more self-aware. And when I say that, I mean like examine your thoughts around sex. Like this is something I always Mm -hmm. teach in my workshop. It's like one of the first exercises we'll do before we get into anything. Icebreaker, if you will. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) I love to keep a sex journal. I think that's a great way to do it. You know, you can write down what you like, what you didn't like, how you think you can improve it, what you want to explore next. And because it's your own journal, you're very honest, you know, because no one's reading this but you. I mean, you can have Mm -hmm. partnered ones as well. And then I think in terms of like the shame that we feel around sex, Look at where you learned that from. Who did you learn it mm-hmm. from? A lot of the times when I ask women these questions, you know, I get stuff like, you know, culture or like religion or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe their mom or their grandma or their auntie told them this. And I'm like, okay, so when you take on these ideals that they've told you, how does it make you feel? Because that's, I think, sometimes we don't really examine how we really, really feel about something. We just kind of take it like, ah, that's just the way it is, you know? Um, yeah. So examine how it makes you feel. And then after you've done that, ask yourself, like, does it empower you? Or like, how would you like to feel around this, around this stuff? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is this, is the information that you've been taught, how is it serving you? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's going to be like my takeaway for the curious fuckers. If you want to live your best yes. whole life, examine the roots of the things that you feel shame around. And know that... No matter how weird you think your shit is, there's somebody much fucking weirder than you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fuck, that's such incredible advice. Thank you so much, my love. Like, we we have learned a lot. We've laughed a lot during this episode. (laughs) Yeah, this has been amazing. (laughs) Prime time content. Um, Where can our curious fuckers find you? All right, so you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Scotty Unfamous. That's UN Famous. And if you want to check out all of my content from books to videos to web series to anything else I'm going to fucking do, ShakiraScott.com. Amazing. Yes. I can't wait to hear the book when it finally comes out. Me too. And it might even inspire <laughs> some new role play. Oh, Galandathor. <laughs> Get that fairy action in there. I just wanted to fuck a fairy. Sprinkle mm. some of that fairy dust all over me. <laughs> I love how you're going back in your Western accent as well. Like, that fairy dust. Maybe there's got to be some, like, crossover shit, like the Western fairies. Like, woo! <laughs> 
Oh, well, curious fuckers, this has been an amazing episode. We've had so much fun. Mm -hmm. And of course, please check Scotty Unfamous out because uh, her content is incredible and we we need more anti-shamers in this world. So please check her content out. 100%. You can also check us out on Instagram at ComeCurious as well as our personal accounts, Reed Amber X and Florence Bark. And make sure to leave a review and rate the podcast so that we can spread this message far and wide. I'm curious, We will see you all next Thursday. See you next Thursday. (laughs) Bye. Crowd Network. A place where you belong.